it up is when pe- people segue, it's impossible to not call out the segue anymore. We just live in a post subtle segue world. Yeah. Well, to be fair, I shouted the segue and raised my arms in the air. So there was no hope of that one being subtle. Absolutely. But, <laughs> but the reason I didn't want to say anything and I'm undermining it now by going on this monologue, but it is because it's just like, there's, I just, it seems like there's no other option but to be like, hey man, good segue, which defeats <laughs> the purpose of the segue. Of the segue, yeah. And that's, we're just trapped in that. That's just a glitch we all have now. And I'm trying to, I'm trying to fix it. <laughs> well, you called, well, so you, you're trying to fix well, it this, by letting us sit in the moment? For, for that time and then to get to this monologue. So now perhaps in the future, people won't feel the need to do it anymore now that I've taking it to task on our podcast hey speaking of future today's movie of choice is what 1994 1998 Eight. 1998's yeah. future sport starring dean kane vanessa williams and wesley snipes speaking uh, of wesley snipes just as a quick uh-huh. aside not a segue sure. and aside a different thing okay recently went to my first drive-in movie mm. i saw robocop which i've seen mm. before it was great yeah. had a wonderful time uh yeah, i did fun. accidentally kill the battery in my car because i that's a 99% chance that that's going to happen. <laughs> well, I didn't realize We haven't that... cracked that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, because the way that they did it at Red Rocks was they, like, they just took over a radio station. So you listened yeah. to the radio, like, instead of, like, a regular drive-in where the speaker is, like, right next to your car. So you had to keep right. the radio in your car on. So if I had brought, like, a transistor radio with me, then I could have just kept the car off. Right. But I didn't want to idle for two hours, but then sure. I needed I needed to just idle for two hours. You know, I'm not I've only drove for two years back in like ten years ago. So I don't I don't have any understanding how any of that works. But I do I, I am obsessed with drive ins and to me that's just like you write that off. You're like, Oh, that's gonna happen. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> part of this journey. But they also know that. Like if you go to any drive in like reputable drive-ins website and their FAQs are like, here's what we do when your battery gets strained. You're like, great, we're Hilarious. fine. Hilarious. Yeah, it it just feels like bad to leave the car running the whole time, but sure. if you just rely on the car battery, then it drains it too yeah, fast. Rough. But uh, saw Robocop, lesson learned. When I go see this next movie I'm about to talk about on Thursday, I will just let my car idle for two hours and, mm. or maybe it'll be cool enough that I can bring a radio. I don't know. We did the air conditioning on too. It was a whole I thing. I think we but, can, probably just get radios on your phone you probably get the radio station on your phone you think i my phone kind of sucks (laughs) well there's probably just an easy like a dollar 99 app that is just like radio i'm also sure my parents have some 20 year old radio in their house that i could just put in the back seat but all of this is to say on thursday at red rocks i am gonna go see two wong fu which i've never seen before oh my god i can't wait so good Nicole, it's so. Good. <laughs> I'm so excited. I like. I like. It's know those, what its again, deal is. I know like, like the general plot, but I've yeah. never seen it. Yeah, and it's one of those that's like pre-memed, memed things where it's like we all know that that's the title, and it's long, and it's and it's about Wesley Snipes and drag and all that stuff. But I finally sat down and watched it. I think four months ago, five months ago, and I was just like. This this is a this is perfect. I and it, obviously it's not. There in many ways it's not actually it, perfect. It feels like it'll be a good like drive-in movie situation. Absolutely, but I I just mean from the social and cultural consciousness that it, you know by virtue of three straight men in drag being the only real drag movie at the time, that's not the best representation in right. the world. But at least it's not like look at these. It's like it has such good heart. 
Great, uh, I can't wait for you. But now you need to backtrack because earlier I made I put emphasis on future and then I also put emphasis on podcast and we blew by that. Because <laughs> <laughs> we haven't introduced the podcast yet. Oh right, I forgot. Uh, hi, I'm Nicole. <laughs> And I'm Fish. And this is our podcast, Real Big Fix. Real Big Fix. Uh, it's where we take movies that are, are uh, I think we've really only done bad ones. Oh, no, I guess yesterday is like, fine. We take movies of Ishtar, varying... I think Ishtar is the best movie we've done, okay. personally. I think that I think it's Ishtar and Yesterday are yeah, they're neck and neck. But we take movies of varying quality and we uh, rewrite them uh, to fix them and make them better. And if not good quality movies, then at least way more fun. Yeah, and I would say this is the worst movie we've done, far and away. Yeah, I think so. It's well, not the, it's not not the movie that I had the least fun watching, but it is the Absolutely. it is certainly the worst quality movie. But maybe not far and away. I think Boss Baby is right behind. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I don't hate, but the, but that's what sucks, is that I don't hate Future Sport. I do, but I don't like want to punch it, yes. <laughs> whereas Boss Baby, I do. Well, here's the thing. I, I Boss Baby is clearly not made for TV, and this is clearly made for TV. And uh, uh, uh. straight to DVD. Excuse the me. The Wikipedia straight says straight to TV, but they Either also way, say Boss Baby is clearly theatrical. Feature Sport yeah. clearly not. Although well, if on. it was straight hold to DVD, on, then on. I imagine that they made it and then realized it was really bad and then put it on DVD. Maybe, but it can't be made for TV. It's per- certainly not ABC like the Wikipedia posits because. They're throwing F's around. They're throwing S's around. You're seeing topless women. Yeah. This is not ABC stuff. Fair. I think people just saw Dean Kane on it and went, yeah, sure, that's that's a TV movie. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> right? And I know we have our rules and all that stuff and we'll get into, but similar to Furry Vengeance, I can't break this rule, but I really want to. There's a lot wrong with this movie, but paramount amongst them is it is called Future Sport. Yep. And that the sport is called Future Sport. Yep. Which, uh, that if it, if it might were as well be called, present, right. it would just be called sport. Yeah. The, it might as well be called, like, Sport TK. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the movie's called Title TK. Like, we got to come back and fix that. Yeah. Uh, that is without out, outside of our bounds, though, It is outside of our bounds. I Just a quick Band-Aid for that would be yeah. something, like, you have to, you have to see the scene where... Yeah. They name it Future Sport. Yeah. And or, or somebody goes back in time and is like, here's a sport <laughs> from the future. Sure. Or, for the sake of us and our podcast, the movie can still be called Future Sport, which sucks. Mm-hmm. But, but you don't the call sport the sport come... within the movie Future Sport. Yes. Yeah. So let's work on that in the background, I think. I took notes on this one. This is the first movie I took notes on. I did not take so notes could... on it, and I also watched yeah. it like two weeks ago. So yeah, my, my memory is a little fuzzy, but I did review the very short Wikipedia plot summary, which yeah, is so took... short that for the benefit of our listeners who I don't know why they wouldn't have watched Future Sport, but if they haven't watched Future Sport, I will now read the Wikipedia plot summary in its entirety. The film is set in 2025 and centers on a sport called Future Sport, a combination of basketball, baseball, and hockey that uses hoverboards and rollerblades, created as a non-lethal way to reduce gang warfare. Trey, played by Dean Kane, must save the world from Hawaiian Liberation Organization terrorists by winning Ugh. the game of Future Sport. I hate this. <laughs> um, so that's the entire plot summary on Wikipedia, yeah, which is really more of the- a logline, but that's okay. Sure. I, I watched this two days ago, but I took notes because I knew it would be f- fairly forgettable, but also just as a way to be like, you have to focus. Yeah. Like, this is one of those <laughs> movies where if I don't 
have an anchor, my eyes will just slide off the screen. And it I is will a just supreme not be realizing look at your phone with a movie yep. on in the background movie. And that's I, uh, Dean Cain is just that kind of handsome where you're like, uh, where's, Exa- he's, uh, he's, he's very good looking, but there's nothing yeah. distinguishing about his yeah. face. Which is interesting because he is a multiracial person, which I didn't realize until watching this because he says he's a quarter Hawaiian, which he isn't, but he is a quarter Japanese. Yeah. And that, that was like, oh, we had a Superman that uh, was uh, a yeah. Asian descent 25 years ago. What a, huh, what a world. So that's my main fix is uh, be on the side of the Hawaiians. Yeah. Movie. Okay. Yes. So th- this movie presents a, a weird conundrum where they live in a society with no war because of future sport, which, you know, uh, you can uh-huh. we can argue about that until the cows come home. But but well, this is some Ishtar bullshit for me where I'm like, as soon as we start talking about the inner workings of the infrastructure of all all of like. Revolution and all. I that. mean, I'm it is. Like, uh, I will. Duh. I will be continually referencing. So I used to work at SB Nation with a fellow named John Boyce, and he is the smartest, funniest, like better than almost any comedian I know person. And he mm-hmm. wrote an an incredible piece about future sport, which I will probably link in the show notes of this episode. And he describes this movie as like the the. It is the most '90s movie possible, unless there is a movie about Sinbad rollerblading into a tornado to save his Pog collection. Right. <laughs> but, but it is like, it is it is a moment in time when Dean Cain was relevant, when we were still in the early stages of like, oh, the X Games are cool. Skateboarding is like a cool right. thing. It's not just for punks anymore. It's like- Yeah, this is still pre-Tony Hawk too. This is still a year it. out from the, the Tony Hawk, Tony Hawk games, I mean. Yes, Obviously, yes, Tony yes. Hawk had been around for a while. So so we were still in this in the stages where like skateboarding was not only relevant but like new and exciting. So the other thing about the name Future Sport is that mm. which is one word by the way. One word. The th- so Future Sport takes as far as I can tell the thing that makes it a future sport is that it takes place in the year 2025 which now mm-hmm. is hilarious that the they think that our society would be like still got 5 years, I don't know. Still got 5 years. We still got 5 years. But it takes place in the year 2025, which is the future, and it is played on hoverboards. And that's really mm-hmm. the only futuristic element of it. I guess the ball is electrified. The ball electrifies you if you hold on to it for and too long, which I think we should start lightning. implementing. Um, yeah, we should implement that. I think that. we should that's put that no in. No more in... shot clocks. <laughs> Hilarious. <Yeah. laughs> but you see the origins of future sport, and it's just like kids at a skate park, regular people at a skate park with like funnels that you throw the ball into. Mm-hmm. Which isn't future sport. That's just a game that you play at a skate park. Yeah. Well, this wasn't in my notes of pitches, but I just came up with this. And I know this isn't necessarily what the movie's going for, but I do think if the idea is sport over war mm-hmm. or, or any kind of conflict resolution being done that way, then what you should be in love with instead of sport is the invention of sport. Yeah. The, cr- the creative side of sport, what it takes to bring people together to design these rules, to make these rules, to, to yes. build the the structure that is sport. Yes. Rather than the actual competitiveness of an invasion game, you know? I think there is a world in which I buy that there is a sport that we're playing that is a proxy for war. I think this is not that sport. <laughs> this is not what the sport looks like. A bunch of people skating around a X Games style street course and then throwing a baseball into a funnel. Is yeah. not what is gonna settle street yeah. fights in this is Z Los games. Angeles, which is where it comes from. Yeah, do you, you remember Z games? Vaguely, or is, is it Z Sports? 
It was the Disney Channel. Kids were given like a bunch of. I think it's Z Z Games. Yeah. Yeah, Z Games. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, but again, they're not. What's interesting about that show, or was interesting about that show, is the process, Mm -hmm. the creativity, the mental. Not the actual. You're not supposed to be thrilled by the sport, and I, I think maybe this movie also knows it isn't because uh, it's a sports movie that features two two games. Yeah. <laughs> no training. Yeah. Well, uh, not no training. Oh, okay. There are some scenes where they're like arguing in the training facility, and then they show right. up and the coach is oh. dead. The, yeah. But one of my he's notes. Meditating. Pure, a crazy moment. There is a moment where he is giving the rousing speech and they cut the audio <laughs> and play it in slow motion and put electronic <laughs> music over it instead. And it's not like they make it go faster like it's a montage. We're not intercutting with anything else. It's just instead of hearing what Dean Kane is saying, we're hearing electric music. Great. And it's like, you get it. He's, he's bringing them <laughs> together, which I think is funny. Um, okay, so anyway, so they create this strange uh, dichotomy where they are in this advanced society where future sport has replaced war, and it was started in Los Angeles with like resolving gang conflict, and then now it's used on the international stage to resolve war. So there is no war, but also Hawaii wants to be liberated. Hmm. Uh, and they can you blame them? I mean, come on. Uh, no, I, I mean it's. <laughs> The, so the Hawaiians are terrorists. You're clearly not supposed to be on Hawaii's side, but it's so stupid. But it's like, no, no Hawaii's right. Yeah. <laughs> Hawaii's right in this movie. And again, we're looking at it from fu- in in future pod, sure. uh, and uh, you know that's always a tricky balance with with this kind of stuff. I I think maybe let's let's firmly plant our flag in the notion of when we remake things in the past, inherently we're gonna have a modern lens. We got. We're gonna make them woker. We have to. We just yeah. have to. Well, it's also um, but like it, unless we distinctly try to otherwise for the sake of fun or whatever. If that's yeah. the point, but I think overall we don't need to be like, well, it's 1998, so it was you know pre 9/11, still Clinton in the office. Like, no, we fuck it. You got to be on the Hawaiian revolutionary side. Yeah, uh, it's also just more fun to be on that side. Of um, course. The other thing. So the reason that part of the reason that Hawaii wants to be liberated is. Now North America has become a mega country. Mm-hmm. So it's it's now like the country of North America and then yeah. Australia are trying to Which is seemingly the only Hawaii. two countries. Yeah. Nobody else seems to be getting involved. <laughs> the UN doesn't really seem to be a thing anymore. Yeah. Um the, I think the last thing is the the generic looking sports announcer says they're taking on like a Middle Eastern team or something. Or maybe Morocco. Yeah, I forget yeah. who. And th- and then the movie just kinda ends. So like this future sports gonna continue and yeah. then the movie's over. <laughs> So yeah, so North America is is the idea. There's a white guy who uh, who has um, tribal tattoos on his face, <laughs> who they're passing off as Hawaiian in this movie. There are Hawaiian actors, like <laughs> yep, straight up. Like, yep, the, there it, are. And it's not even not that this would make it okay, but like there's there's the excuse of like, well, there's nobody famous enough to carry this movie. But it's like that guy was an ancillary character. You yep. could have definitely made him Hawaiian. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Uh, which weird. is interesting in the Street Fighter movie there is a Japanese character they change to Hawaiian and it is played by a Hawaiian guy. Uh they just they say he is he is Hawaiian in this in the movie as opposed to a Hawaiian guy playing a Japanese person. So huh, it, it, I don't know. I don't know. We just couldn't get it right at any angle. Yeah. <laughs> at, at that point. 
this movie is full of some interesting ideas and and again the idea of north america being the country and it's always fun to predict the future kind of thing but um if this is a if this is a future sport the entire world is participating in instead of war i gotta tell you not enough advertisements in every square inch of the game (laughs) yeah (laughs) i don't want this movie to be to be idiocracy or anything but like even if it's fictional products this thing would be covered head to toe in that like especially if like america has expanded to take over the other countries absolutely it like there should be ads on the jersey like yeah. Even at the time this movie was made, I think like soccer jerseys in Europe were still soccer like, started doing that so early. Yeah. yeah, if you go to the stadium, it's all advertising. If all you, everywhere. If you see a game at Yankee Stadium, it feels like you're in a casino, and it's just advertising <laughs> everywhere. Now, one could make the argument this is at the same time a post-war, like post-concept of war mm-hmm. time. So maybe sure. So maybe maybe exists more. Maybe it's less of a consumer-based. But there's no indication of that, especially because, yes. like, people still want autographs. People still want. I think they might yeah. even mention his sponsors at some point. People are also very concerned with a sort of black mirror element of this all called the personality index. Yeah, this movie is beige mirror. I don't know it's, what that is. Uh, it's not black. The mirror. Oh, is not beige black. mirror. I, I thought beige you, mirror. I thought that was all one word. Yeah, beige oh, sorry. mirror. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's like oh, it's you just gotta. If the coffee, you know, if Black Mirror is black coffee, this is just, <laughs> they this put a like lot of milk and sugar tea. in this. Yeah, they, this is, because that, that is an interesting concept. Literally, Black Mirror has done multiple times. A community episode yep. has, has parodied the Logan run, Logan's Run version of this idea. That's, the, uh, that's my biggest issue with this movie is like nothing in it is inherently wrong. It's just like. They just do it in the worst my, way possible. My list of, I have like, this is the most recommendations I have because this is well-worn territory. Yeah. That's the biggest issue with this movie. It's just like you're not bringing anything new to this subgenre of movie. Yes. So there's the element of the personality index, which so Dean Kane, who is our protagonist, is sort of a hot-headed guy who came to Future Sport because he was formerly an NBA player who was involved in a point-shaving scandal, which is uh, thank you. <laughs> which is so there's a lot of different ways you can bet on sports, and one of the ways. It's called a spread, sure. which is also a little complicated. But basically, you can say I know a spread. Yeah, you can say I think the Cavs are going to beat the Nuggets by at least fifteen points, and yeah. you you get the big payout if that happens. If the Cavs beat the Nuggets by two points, then you're fucked. And so, right. if you are point shaving, then you this would be a few years ago. But LeBron James on the Cavs would intentionally, like after he is in a comfortable lead ahead of the Nuggets, yeah. would make sure that his team doesn't score any more points so gotcha. that you know whoever's paying him off doesn't like beat the this spread, is real you know? about lebron or is this just an example no he's just calling? an example i was oh. using he would never that's um, why i was shocked yeah he would never but were were that to happen i i can't think like of it kevin, i can't think of a person kevin like, garnett kind of thing if of uncut gems is to be trusted this is... <laughs> sure so, but, so yeah. that's what point shaving is dean kane was basically like paid off by bookies to fake the spread i'm sure the any... pete rose of the nba this sure time. yeah yeah, yeah. and so then as he got kicked out of the nba and so he became skateboarder and helped develop future sport along with wesley snipes now this is it's a movie it's fake i mm. just want to say it's hilarious that somebody whose body type is 
top rookie basketball player could then like immediately become a professional skateboarder. It is like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar becoming a gymnast. Um, well, it's not impossible. Sure. Tony Hawk no. is, is much taller than the average Tall guy, skateboarder. Tall guy, lanky guy. Yeah. Uh, but DK... uh, Brian Cage is a pro wrestler who is jacked out of his gourd, who was a pro skateboarder. Yeah, um, not I, impossible. I, I, think, just... I think he got jacked after the fact, mm -hmm. but it's all about technique, right? So yeah. he can still do all the shit he could do. So it looks crazy when he does it because he's a King Kong looking guy. But like I follow this guy on Instagram called oh, it's a weird username. It's like Juji Mufi or something. And he's Sounds a good jacked jacked like can't put his arms all the way down. Jacked dude. Yeah who does like incredible gymnastics and can do like Very more cool. than a full splits and stuff. It, it's, Very I'm not cool. saying it's impossible, but it is funny to think that like, uh, this is basically like, I don't like, it's, it's just crazy to walk off a basketball court. And well, be like, well, I guess I'll be a skateboarder now. So again, going to do a classic fetch thing and zoom out and talk about movies at large, but like in, as it relates to generations, but I feel like, you know, we are currently in, in a landscape of cinema that these people grew up watching movies made by people who grew up watching movies who grew up, you yeah. know, whereas I think when Future Sport came in, especially because it seems it's a straight to DVD, not a lot of care is put into it. And I do think in the 90s and 80s that those kind of specifics did not matter at all. Mm hmm. Whereas now we will make movies like Moneyball is just about this kind of shit. It, it's just a list of that. It's a Wikipedia article. So I think a moment that the thing that's indicative of it is one of my notes here is every moment of future sport is exciting to the fans at a at a 10. <laughs> <laughs> like there's no ebbs and flows. Uh -huh. It's not like because you watch any actual sport and you sit down and then you like you start to lean forward when it gets close to the thing. And then yeah. Yeah. Whereas this, people are just constantly, yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like that's, there's no care taken into that, those specifics. And right. so again, just because Dean Cain is blandly handsome, do you know, you know the term Mary Sue, right? Yeah. Obviously it comes from bad places and it's bad faith arguments and, and, and fuck all of that stuff. But like if you just really sit down and examine it, all it means is, yeah, it, when a woman is presented like men have been presented for the last 50 years. <laughs> <laughs> like Indiana Jones, Superman, Han Solo, all, all like all these fuckers are Mary Sue's, but because these people were born and injected with that stuff, they don't think of it that way. Mm -hmm. Like, so yeah, Dean Cain is the cipher of a just bland. You put whatever you want on him, but the, by by virtue of that, he's allowed to be good at absolutely everything, and it just doesn't matter. Yeah, there's no vulnerability at all. Like th this movie, I don't know. I, I feel like there's no conflict in this movie, which is. It's fair it is, because it is, is post-war again. But. It's unclear who the antagonist is. I guess you could say yeah. it's the Hawaiian Liberation yeah. Front. Yeah. But they're not really featured a lot in the movie. They're also cheating in a way that I didn't understand. Yeah. Really. This movie is also uh, very naked in the sense that like every sports movie is let's earn having the finale be a, a you know we're playing sports yeah the game that's t that's text in this movie which is hey if you want to solve the problem yeah <laughs> then we have to play the sport to do it yeah yeah that's too thin so i mean i'm not suggesting that we have to do this but one way to potentially tweak this movie would be like we live in a world where everything is solved through future sport and then now we have a problem that at the end of the movie we realize cannot be solved through future sport yeah i forget do they win or not <laughs> They do, Ugh. but it's, so there's American, there, it's like soccer where there's like each 
country has their own league, but then you yeah. go to the World Cup, and then like everybody in Europe, which is great. That sounds or every, like like, like then Cristiano Ronaldo plays with Portugal, even though he's normally yeah. on a different team. Uh, so that also happens in future sport. Dean Kane is like a, about oh. to retire, and there's like this hot young future sport guy, and they hate okay. each other, but then they have to work together. For the that final I missed. future sport, Got it's because because it. again, there's only the two young games. Guy is like not memorable at all. <laughs> None of them are memorable, and that's another quick fix. Yeah. Put the team together instead of just having the team be there, and then he continues to to play with that team. Yeah, let's have a recruiting montage. Yeah, that that spans from weird cybernetic people to kids on the street who are playing true future sport where it was born and then you would have a better role for wesley snipes yes as we get into wesley snipes i just have to say it yeah i know this is a rule in an improv scene you don't call this out but boy that jamaican accent Uh (laughs) (laughs) uh-huh boy Uh did he boy did he go for it Uh and boy was it uh, you know i think I think in, a, in movies, a lot of times they'll like go way out of their way to explain never in Arnold Schwarzenegger movies, but in other movies, it'll be like, oh, a guy right. with an accent. We got to hear his whole coming to America story and what his right. whole deal is when I don't think they necessarily need it. In this movie, I think some sort of nod to what his deal was specifically because we're now in a post North America, like a post America yeah. society. And so he's in L.A. from presumably Jamaica. It's unclear what relationship he has with skateboarding at all yeah. until the final scene where I guess he does skateboard. I mean, he invented future sport. Yeah. But then how did he get it? How did he get all the gangs to agree to do it that way? There's a lot about uh, the history of future sport that needed that a little infinitely bit more interesting than just a generic sports movie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, another thing, another fix. They, they say he's like, he's going for the world record of assists in the final game. Yeah. Dean Kane is. Which is like, oh, that's an interesting, because they said he's a very selfish player. It's like, oh, well, I wish I had seen anything about that to make that well, matter. Well, in the, in the first game of Future Sport they play, he holds onto the ball for the, too long because he wants to score. He rides the lightning, which is what it's called when it. the ball starts to shock you. He loses the ball because the, ele- the electrical current the, takes him down. And they lose the game? And I think they lose the game because of it. And then he throws a hissy fit in the locker room. Which is where you really see the close-up on how they're all just wearing bike helmets. The prop budget for this movie was like $70. <laughs> Again, it's Z Games. Here's a broom and some rings. Make a sport out of it. Yeah. Okay, so fair point there. But I... I, I but again, it's, I mean, it's uh, I, it's one of those things where it's like they're invisible. trying to slap personality onto a character yeah. that fundamentally has no traits. So they pick like the most generic thing that could happen in a team right. sports movie. Yeah, that is a very generic thing, but it's just like... I don't know. Again, I think um, a recruiting montage and a montage of them, because it seems again they they do the wrestling cheat, which is you know if wrestling were an actual sport, you would have to win matches, perhaps a tournament to get a title shot. Mm-hmm. But because it's also a, a theatrical, they can they can hot shot angles by having somebody attack somebody's family member, and then the champion goes, "Fine, show up here, and I'll put my title on the line because I'm so mad at you." Sure. And so that person doesn't have to go through all that that tournament. That's the uh, so it's like yeah we see him lose one game and then because they're Hawaiian revolutionaries <laughs> to trying to do whatever he can then challenge them to the finals yeah great uh, so here's so here's first of all let's let's get this out of the way can we just make because first of all Dean Kane is quarter Japanese can we just make him Hawaiian let's just make him the leader of the Hawaiians. Or there is the Hawaiian Revolution. Maybe Dean Kane is originally from Hawaii, and the Hawaiians are like, 
you are the star of future sport. You have to help us. Right. I feel like it looks like it's going to do that for two seconds. Yeah. And then it doesn't. And then it does not. So yeah, let's do that. Oh yeah, sports is military is yeah. a theme that this movie could do. Which is very interesting doesn't. because it kind of is. Like that that that's is a what very I'm like that's a good thing to explore and they don't. Yeah. <laughs> they don't. I thought it was gonna for a second in my notes it goes, Oh wait, maybe they're getting into it and then nope, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, I, okay, so let's really start to work on our fixes here. Let's maybe I don't need I don't need it to be a prequel to itself, but maybe you know, I always hate jumping back and forth in time. And not always hate, but I'm less into it lately. But I think maybe a good chunk of the first act can be not necessarily a narrator saying in 20, in 2002, this guy invented the sport. But like, let's see that. Mm-hmm. Let's see Wesley Snipes invent the sport. Yeah. Let's see Dean Kane's bad NBA career. Or not bad, but good, but then how he fucked it up. Like, there's so much tell not show in this movie. Yes. Which is, which is basically what Vanessa Williams' character is there to do. It's Vanessa Williams' character is a reporter who used to have a thing, like a fling with Dean Cain. Mm. And that's its own story that didn't need to happen and was not really nope. relevant to the plot. But she is largely there to funnel exposition as a news reporter. And then there's also another nameless sports reporter who serves the same function. <laughs> Yeah. Wait, is that the that's not the sports announcer though, right? There's I think so I think it is basically the equivalent of having the inside of the NBA game guys call an NBA game. I think he is both like yeah, analyst okay. and live game announcer. If Bob Costas popped up in the bottom left corner and said, That was a big home run. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like why is this guy on screen? He doesn't look interesting, especially projecting into 2025 I'm like there are mut- there are people with robot eyes and arms in this movie why yeah, am i looking at guy the guy from yeah. malcolm in the middle who who hated malcolm his teacher who hated him like this is uh, what a waste <laughs> what like yeah. what an like literally at the same time i think on nhl on fox there were robots in that role <laughs> they had <laughs> yeah. their, they had their robot mascot why in the future would it become more boring okay so now in our version it's about what if it's like a Manchurian candidate thing where he meets with the revolutionaries? He doesn't like what they're selling or no, he does. Remember we're we're on the Hawaiian side here. So we're he meets on the with Hawaiian the side. I mean, maybe this is a story cause they tried to make it a story of growth for Dean Cain. It didn't really yeah. work. Dean Cain, who I will only refer to as Dean Cain, but I think his character's name was Trey. Um, yes. so and I he wonder plays for if... the North America rage surge. Yeah. <laughs> amorphous idea right yeah the fight in me is azen yeah, yeah it's it's something like that this, hold on i have the energy it's, i have drinks. the movie pulled up in the background i'm trying to see what it says on his jersey god this i'm looking at the sports announcer and it is his tie isn't even tucked all the way into his jacket <laughs> it's truly they they had the studio for 10 minutes uh, yeah. he, the rush the rush and then exactly. the rush Again, is playing the griffins the idea i don't know where the griffins are from but the that sucks. yeah <laughs> If we want to use this personality index thing, which I'm not married to, Ooh, good. but it, no, could, I like be, that. it yeah. could be that he is Hawaiian and mm-hmm. they want like Hawaiians are like, you're our guy. You're you're like the guy that the world respects. You have to come play for us. You have to help yeah. us. And he's like, sorry, that would lower my personality index rating. Yes, there that's, you go. What, that's what currency is in this world. Mm-hmm. I won't do it. Yep. Okay. So that's the main thrust. And then, uh, and then I, his ultimate character arc is him learning that like real connections and and real community is better than this fake currency of this world yes and that can be visualized Which again, is literally a black mirror episode but this sure. came out yeah uh, you know 20 years 25 years before black mirror right 
And so that can be analogous to sports, once again, right? Mm -hmm. Points. So, yeah, he's on the North American team. Hawaii wants him on his team. It's about connecting with one's heritage a little bit and Mm -hmm. rejecting that for the sake of Roman Reigns wearing blue contacts when he was getting his first big push in WWE. And it's like, wait, your whole thing is you're like the cool Samoan guy, but now you're still doing some Toni Morrison bluest eye bullshit. Like, this is... (laughs) That's not not good, dude. Like, you can't have... uh, It seemingly... The world sets it up where you can't have both for a large swath of the population. And so I think that's an interesting bucking of the system. Yeah, I think it basically should be, let's turn, if future sport is now the new weapon, uh-huh. we need to turn the weapon in on itself because we don't need weapons. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I get that it's a, a better conflict resolution than killing people mm-hmm. for sure. But also talking is the best kind of uh, conflict resolution and coming to terms with it. Like, It's still a dumb basic idea that if I'm better at this thing, be it shooting a gun or shooting a basketball, I'm right. I think when it's like, oh, you can't use this to solve geopolitical issues like sovereignty. (laughs) Like this is a Mark Twain joke, right? Mark Twain had that thing where it's like instead of war, we should have the head of the leaders hit each other with sack of manure, sacks of manure. Mm -hmm. And whoever survives that wins. It's like that's he's, you know. Being mm-hmm. cheeky, that Mark Mark Twain was a little twe- <laughs> what a stinker. He was cheeky. If that dude had a Twitter account, he'd be writing for a CBS sitcom in no time, <laughs> right? Yeah. So Finn I think Hearts Abishola. Wow, my joke there. <laughs> wow. Anyway, uh, so yeah, so it needs to be about bringing down. The revolution isn't about shooting. He like the propaganda he's living in and maybe perpetuating is the idea that the revolution are still the violent ones right Mm -hmm. we've evolved we've moved on to future sport but these guys still want to be violent i think it'd be interesting for a sports movie to not have final sport (laughs) yeah i mean it's also important context is the week we're recording this the nba playoffs did not happen well they are still happening but they looked like they weren't but the week but the week they didn't happen this week yes the the bucks walked off the court which is like what should be happening in future sport. <laughs> that's that's what I bring it back. And it's like, well, yeah. uh, how much of that is what should be happening in future sport and how much of that is just, oh, that's a thing I saw and now it's on my mind and I'm putting it into my podcast. But well, no, uh, well, I, I do if we're talking about conflict resolution. Like, if we're talking about how like, this, like, this sport is inadequate to resolve conflicts that don't have to do with who can skateboard better, then, then yeah, I think the answer is for dean kane to ultimately be like it doesn't matter whose side i am on in future sport because we are still using this as our value system instead of celebrating hawaii yes for what it is and and allowing hawaiians to have self-determination and and sovereignty and and, and then he, he in the middle of the month, he goes, but don't get me wrong future sport is fun we're still gonna play it and it's still gonna be fun but that's what it's been about, man. And it's Brink now. It's about soul hoverboarding. And Spoiler uh, alert, Brink was going to be my one of my other movies to recommend at the end of this. I'm telling you, I have such a long list. Because <laughs> <laughs> this is a very derivative movie. But um, Because this movie also kind of does touch on, like, Wesley Snipes is against Dean Cain and with the Hawaiians for a while because he thinks yeah. Dean Cain sold out. And then... And then he takes Dean Kane wearing what what are those hats called? Kangles? Wearing a Kangle yeah. and a black leather trench coat to go back to the underground skateboard rink 
where they still play future sport like it was past sport with no yeah. electronics. To, so he remembers what future sport was really about. Here's the other thing, though. I'm going to gonna undercut our own problem with future sport as a name. Mm-hmm. I do think that there is a world where that could be the name of a sport that's played presently because as we all realize when we're like six years old it's very stupid that in america the game of football is called football (laughs) (laughs) and yet here we are all thinking the game should also end not all obviously but plenty of us thinking yeah maybe we shouldn't ever play football again it's bad for everybody and it's also called football like this this is a (laughs) like in a parallel universe where future sport is actually played and football is the name of a shitty straight to dvd movie (laughs) If you're being this nitpicky and pedantic about reality as we are about bad movies on podcasts, football needs a whole rewrite. Yeah. <laughs> Top to bottom. And then you find out, wait, they didn't even have the lateral or uh, a forward pass until like, until like, oh, today's the anniversary of the first game of football, by the way. Oh, We're is recording. It? Yeah. August well, 31st. happy anniversary, Fesh. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh. <laughs> I, so that's that's a defense. Sports are weird is ultimately what I'm getting at. Yeah. And I think maybe that needs this to be part of This game being called Future Sport is the least of yeah. my problems with this movie. Yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. The movie, uh, well, I don't know. I think it's still a bad name. Anyway. It's still uh, a bad name, but it's it, compared to all of the plot and character issues, course. the name Future Sport is, is. All right. So we need to see it get made. We need to see Dean Kane be an asshole. We need to see why Hawaii is revo- wants to revolutionize. Those things come to a head. Dean Cain grows and learns from all of the, the different quadrants of people who are pulling him in whatever different direction. I say we need to see some more future sport games. We need to see it get violent and we're him for him to then be like, why is this any better than war? Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I get why it's better than war, but it's still inherently... Well, I think, I think we also need to fundamentally change what future sport looks like. And I understand oh, that, okay. that the sport in any sport movie is a MacGuffin. It's, sure. uh, you know, it doesn't yeah. matter. Like, remember, the Titans could also have been basketball and it sure. like the, the essence of the sport itself doesn't matter. But future yeah. sport, as presented in this movie, is so stupid. And also, I don't think serves as a very effective proxy for like like if they just played football with an electric yeah. football and called it future sport. I think that yeah. would be a better proxy for yes. war military than, yeah. than this weird combo of X Games and that weird Mayan sport where they had to use their hips to hit a ball through a big hoop. Uh, I mean, the origins of basketball. Yeah. That's the that's basketball. Like, I just think the sport itself is not very good. I think the sport needs yeah. to put the athletes in more danger. Absolutely. I think we need more of a soccer hooligan crowd. I think there needs to be threats of violence One, within the crowd. Yeah, the crowd, again, is literally like when you're playing a wrestling or any kind of sports video game and the crowd is just like, on an animation cycle of doing the one thing (laughs) over and over again there's no personality from the crowd at all yeah and also if this is about war yeah if this is about war if you're mixing the crowds from the two sides you shouldn't do that there's exactly this is because already as we've seen soccer leads to bad things when you get those people together i will never i like soccer well enough i don't like sports in general but like soccer is if i had to pick one the one i would watch Mm -hmm. and the complexities of like the it's like oh don't wear that color yeah <laughs> i'm like i i can't and there's the league is different from this thing and mm-hmm. the name of the team is this but when you say these three letters it means that and i'm just like i can't this this sucks <laughs> just <laughs> kick the ball into the hoop or the the net into the hoop kick the ball in the hoop no uh, i come on <laughs> um i you think know this also... should have been called sports ball <laughs> 
Yuck. I think the other thing is if this is now a proxy for war, I think the teams need to better reflect their own nationality. So maybe since this sport, I don't want to use actual cultural stereotypes, but since this sport has now fictional countries, like maybe the U.S. style of play is very individualistic. Yes. uh, Whereas like another country that is more like community-based plays better together as a team. I've added three more recommendations to my list (laughs) over the course of recording this. So I won't use this in my recommendation. And this is not like a sublime example of a movie, but Dodgeball, a true underdog story. Mm -hmm. Every team, while it's thin characterization, you're still like, this is their thing. Yeah. This is their deal. And yeah, a lot of it's stereotypes. Or basketball. That's like a whole montage is just them going to different cities and seeing what their whole vibe is. Yeah. And uh, then think... if we do that, then during the training montage thing or the assembling the crew thing, then you get the very um, saccharine but perhaps useful thing of being like, oh, by our forces combined, we are stronger. Exactly. When all the teams work together, when when you have characteristics, we're going of up people. against America's a melting yeah. pot. Fetch. Exactly. That's what makes exactly. it strong. Exactly. Yeah, I love that. So, yeah, it's 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 a little. I feel a little um, broken record here, but it is just like you, you. This is a sports movie that doesn't follow any of the sports movie tropes. Yeah. Which is like, yeah, there was no kooky special play. There's no. Yeah. <laughs> They're not even really underdogs. They're nope. they're pretty good team. Like, yeah. So I really like that notion of if we do see a, a And season, there's very little of the the act or the the protagonist's personal life interferes with his performance on the court. It's right. not absent, but there's very little of it. So if he's already into point shaving, why would the Hawaiians want him? Because yeah, he's willing to throw games to benefit himself. Or not throw games, but you know, mess. He's so good that he can alter the score. Like, let's use that in our favor. Say the Hawaiians. You yeah. Know? So let's have that factor in. Yeah, let's really have him being torn in multiple t- directions, and that underlines the thesis of: Wait a minute, if these four quadrants that are pulling me apart worked together, we would be a utopia. Yeah. Like there, uh, the reason I'm torn apart is because not none of these four things are inherently evil. <laughs> or maybe they are but like aren't exclusively evil yeah like there is something good to be found in everybody who wants everything from me if i could cut myself out of the situation and have them talk to each other this would be great yeah unfortunately i can't do that but i do have a platform so equivalent to taking a knee or walking out at the finals of the world cup dean kane is like here we go yeah does a beautiful speech that rivals the the great dictator <laughs> and and in 2016 people we take an improv classes with will post just the isolated dean kane speech on the day after trump was elected <laughs> to, to give us hope to never give up uh whenever i'm feeling down i think of the speech from future sport <laughs> Whenever yep. I feel hopeless, I say to myself the famous words of Dean Kane as, yep, as Trey in future sport. I'm telling you, Fesh in at 3 a.m. and uh, in the summer of 2018, we'll just say we'll tweet. It's so fucking simple. It's and then I will quote what Trey says. <laughs> <laughs> it's been here this whole time. That's all it takes. And you go to see Future Sport at a drive-in next week. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think that's cool. Maybe it feels a little anticlimactic 
to do that, but maybe that's an artistic choice. Yeah. But you could also do the double down undercut bullshit, which is, again, I'm down to do this. Uh, we won't do it now in the same way that the playoffs are going to happen. It just didn't happen when they were scheduled. When he comes back to play the final game, it is for fun. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody is happy. Yes. I think that I think that's a better option. I think the other option is, again, w- f- the sport itself doesn't look the same. Maybe instead of having two teams against each other, you can have like, you know, five teams all at once or whatever. Ooh, but it could yeah. be that. Oh, wait, I that, love that. It could be that Dean Kane has realized, like, I reject future sport. I'm going to let these other teams tear themselves apart. Yeah. Well, what if there's two leagues? Because I do love the notion of just completely upending the the game to be it's not a two team invasion game because that clearly is much more analogous to war. Mm-hmm. But if it's five teams or ten individuals or whatever it is, and it's a most it's again it's still about scoring points and winning. But if it, it, it like the idea of just completely upending the idea of sports need to be. Yeah, if it's, I guess if Dean Kane invents LARPing <laughs> is what I'm getting at. <laughs> or like board games, but like impl- in- integrating the things that are fun and communal about those things. I don't know. <clears throat> there, there's something to me about, again, as a creative type who, who is working within an art that simulates simulating sport and combat, uh, there's always a disconnect for me from competitors or artists and fans. And I do kind of like the notion of Dean Kane being like, don't put your faith in all these people. Certainly not your inter- international conflicts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's fun if you want to f- have watch us, but go play f- future sport. That's more important, like, is to go and in yeah. your communities and in other communities, play future sport. Sport, you know, traveling, intermingling with all these other cultures should be a good thing, not an oppressive thing. And it has been this whole time. Um, Um, And I think that is, again, the reason that we need to change the sport because we need the sport to now, like if you are good at future sport, you basically need to be good at cooperating and working through differences. Yes. Which right now it is just a sport. Right. And sport on on the whole is, it is, it is, the goal is to oppress. And I don't mean that in like a social justice warrior way. I just literally mean if it's thumb wrestling, you're pushing the guy's other person's thumb down. Like you want their score down and your score up. And that is how you win a sport. If there is a way to make sport more like a, (laughs) this is (laughs) some dumb snowflake shit we're doing right here. But still, like if there is a way to have sport be more about actual conflict resolution, still fun. Well, again, I, that's why neither I, I of us bring is up... arguing that sports shouldn't exist. We're arguing that for the premise of this movie, if you want your sports to serve for international relations, it can't, I know. It can't just be basketball because then I know. whatever country has the tallest people would win. Uh, uh, sure. But I mean, I, I kind of am arguing that sports shouldn't exist <laughs> a little bit. But uh, I just mean in the sense that like, it will kind of come down to that argument of like, is poker a sport? Mm-hmm. Do, what do you think? Nicole? No. Okay. Because yeah, if you look at the the, the words again, it's not no one's gonna argue it's athletics, but it is a sport to other to people's, you know. Yeah, is pinball sport is blah blah blah. Like the, it, it, if it comes down to if 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 you can win it or you can lose it, that's what some people define as a sport. It's, it's like yeah, like rhythmic gymnastics. Even though that to me that reads much more of a sport than poker. I agree. People will still hold that up to to scrutiny. Hmm. This is, I think, too big of a philosophical <laughs> thing to I get into probably. towards what? the end of this. But yeah, LARPing, 
I'm not saying it needs to be narrative driven by any means, but just the notion of we're the same way like World of Warcraft or, or Fortnite now is is this multi you know it's a massive multi online player like the the idea that teams don't need to be so rigid mm-hmm. that it's not t- team at large still equates to one right like mm-hmm. if we're all on the same team that's still we put a logo on it and a team name on it and that equals one so yeah I I don't know sorry I'm kind of obsessed with the idea of the future sport breaking the model of sport <laughs> at the end of the I mean I think I think maybe that's what happens at the end I think maybe yeah, yes, you, yes. you know the the future sport is regular one team versus yes. one team throughout yes. the entire movie and then Dean Kane at the end we don't need to write it we're just fixing it Dean Kane at the end mm-hmm. invents some sort of a true future sport and that is yes. the actual future sport of the movie yes where we go beyond you know the traditional notions of sport yes. and go into because like I... let's let's appreciate the prowess that like the athletic prowess of, of various cultures and what a more interesting less black and white sport experience right. looks and like. that and that black and whiteness comes from is because we can only co- we can only project a future based in our current climate right mm-hmm. and so 1998 still living in a time where the not the most but a if you can be very much a lefty hippy dippy person who still fully thinks that capitalism is fine yeah <laughs> like there's a movie called Amer- An American Carol, which is like a Zucker Brothers comedy from a conservative point of view that, you know, obviously fucking sucks. And they they witness a world. W- I, th- I believe the premise is what if Hillary won and it's bad, I think is basically the idea. Uh huh. Anyway, there's one s- w- scene where, uh, you know, the That's terrorist 13% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. The t- uh, basically, uh, I'm paraphrasing, a paraphrasing, but basically, you know, Muslims win because that's how these people frame things is it can't coexist. It's one of us has to win. Leslie uh, Nielsen and David Alan Greer, huh? Yep. Oh, Kelsey Grammer's in it. No surprise there. Yep. But basically the idea is uh, they're trying to show how bad the world is if those guys won. Uh-huh. And it's like, oh, if you walked around, there'd be advertisements for burkas. And it's like, you can't comprehend that. You there, you were so lost in capitalism. You think the advertisements would be different, not yes. that there would be there wouldn't be no advertisements. advertisements or at least fewer advertisements. Yeah. So so it's like so I'm sorry if I'm harping on the same idea over and over again. It doesn't feel as much about the movie, but I did kind of have a Jimmy Neutron brain blast to be like, oh, sports are only this way because it was designed in that time and place, and we let it live that way. Mm-hmm. Sports could have been anything. Well, yeah, and I go, that I, I think when when like right right about this time, honestly, when the X Games happened, like this is kind of what they were talking about in Brink yeah. about yeah. how like it doesn't need to be this like we how don't do need we to capitalize work the framework yeah. of sports? Yes, and then you get the X Games that you get which are Sean, much more gymnastic y much more gymnastic. You get you get Sean White who yeah. like I like people love to hate on very successful people. Sure. I don't care, but Sean White is the epitome of like monster energy drink sponsored right. by the biggest people right cover of rolling stone with his shirt off like very yeah. not what snowboarding and skateboarding right. had, had been for right. many years and there is the, the capitalization of yeah a lot of sports which like if you even look at like street ball versus nba basketball they're very right. different and but and, I, I, again I'm, I'm sorry if i keep circling the same thesis over and over again but i, I really am having kind of a, a galaxy <laughs> brain moment here where it is like if music were treated the same way or capitalized in the same way as sports, 
I know there are such things as the Battle of the Bands mm-hmm. or, or or whatever, but those are those are special novelty moments. Uh, but you know, nobody's events. keeping a record. There's no Michael Jordan School. Battle of the Bands. There's no like right. we got to retire the Beatles jersey. Of co- you know? Right, and of course, like like movie box offices. There's 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 of course to be like this is the number one selling record of all time. And there's there's records for everything, but nobody's looting literally putting Little Nas X up against Mariah Carey. Yeah, <laughs> like. And to think that sports could have existed that way, where there are still records, there are still there's still competition in that sense. But to think of sport through the lens of art, to me, as a person who does not give a shit about sports, this is me just finding my way in to be like, shit, if everything was done in that X Games gymnastic style before sponsorships and all that stuff, and it was just about value. Like when we watched the, uh, ah, the I brought it up contest. on a podcast before. Yes. And, uh, NBA All-Star Week. Yes, when I was literally just about, oh, it's just about putting your shit on display. It's still competing, but it's not about dominating mm-hmm. or uh, oppressing. It's literally just objectively measuring our talents next to each other, but also still having fun, and Kevin Hart's there for some reason. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that I can tap way more into. Mm-hmm. And that, again, this is coming from a person who, who, who loves professional wrestling, who knows it's not about wins and losses, it's about story and fun. Like, that's why I can't connect to, to sports is because it's so much about wins and losses and dominating and yeah and then there's also real life social issues that i just can't even begin to comprehend how people can overlook them for the sake of what they perceive as fun but mostly is them yelling on a television anyway so i think dean kane does a much better truncated beautiful clean version of that concept and everybody goes thumbs up (laughs) Like in Gladiator. Yeah. <laughs> and slow clap. Wow, Gladiator, which is sort of the the first... Passport. Passport. <laughs> A proxy for war. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, and also, the slow clap. They do a slow clap, but it is so slow. It's insane. <laughs> it's one person and then a second person. Yep. And the third person. It almost had the feel of somebody. I know that all I do is reference improv on this podcast yeah. because it is. I sh- I just haven't done it in a while. I think I got to scratch sure. that itch. But it, it almost it. has the feel of somebody on your improv team does a horrible choice, and then everybody else on the team is like, "Oh, I guess I'm gonna yes and this." Yeah. Okay. Oh, this is a completely unre. Not, you, it's it's unrelated to the movie, but I just have to tell this story in an improv class once where I met Angermeyer. He, somebody's, uh, I forget what the, even the characters of the scene were, but I think it was like a teacher or a, a, a dad was mad at his teacher, his kid's teacher for not, you know, disciplining his son enough. And the teacher's like, I'm sorry, I just have kind of a laissez-faire <laughs> approach. <laughs> and Gamara looks at it and goes, oh yeah, well, I'm going to have a laissez-bare-knuckle boxing <laughs> approach. <laughs> and our teacher said time out and stood up. <laughs> And started a slow clap, <laughs> and all of the fellow, you know, improv students did a slow clap, and then we took a fifteen-minute break <laughs> from class. We did not finish the scene. Who was your teacher? Frank Gillespie. Great, wonderful. It, but it was, it was literally it was like, nope. There's no more to be done here. We just need to take this break. Laze bare knuckle boxing uh <laughs> ruled but in this movie uh the slow clap takes a long time in our movie slow clap takes a long time it literally is like one after the other and then we get a screen that says five minutes later and then everybody is actually <laughs> clapping <laughs> that's a just a joke pitch just do it a joke let's pitch. keep it hey 
And no. then we cut to what if we cut to 2045 <laughs> and see what things look like then? Okay. What do they look like? <laughs> Peaceful, utopian, everyone's mixed raced. It's good. People can communicate with their minds. Yep. Okay, so there is, I would say, 1.5 questions that we need to answer. Okay. Which is, what do we do with Wesley Snipes, who's the .5, and what do we do with Vanessa Williams, which is the one? Okay, so Wesley Snipes, I I think, you know, in my notes, I was predicting what was happening with him, and I was mostly right. Mm -hmm. I I don't hate... Again, well, in our version, we see more of him in the beginning. We see him invent the game. Yeah. And I think maybe I think, he's maybe he's a person. Maybe he serves the same role just more elegantly. Of he's yeah. on the side of the Hawaiians, and he's like, uh, you know, Dean Kane, you have forgotten what future sport is all about. Exactly. And I think maybe there was some element of because social media doesn't exist in this movie, and that's not anyone's fault because it was still 1998 when it was made. But I, I do think there's something about the toxic fan where people can be like. Again, they hated Kaepernick for taking the knee. Mm-hmm. I think people will get really mad at Trey, and they'll be like, hey, guy who invented future sport, you should be mad about this guy ruining your thing too. And he's like, no, I'm the most on his side. Yeah. Like, whenever you see like one of Disney's relatives be like, oh, yeah, that dude was racist and bad. Fuck that guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I think that kind of attitude should be his approach, which is when he... When he joins the team, the team is, again, one less about winning the game and more about taking the knee to be like, here, I'm here supporting his message about future sport, not yeah. to help him win the game of future sport. As for, for Vanessa Williams, I hate, just like structurally speaking, the way it shakes out is she she needs to be, needs is strong, but like how compared to other movies it is, is she needs to be like, you know, secretly working with a bad guy. Yeah. Uh, is she still stuff. a sports reporter? Does she still have a fling with Dean Kane? Well, in this world, sports reporter and war journalism are the same thing. Yes. <laughs> right. So. And and uh, also, cameras are in people's eyeballs now. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, um. What if she's like the league commissioner or something? Okay. And her thing is like, you need to be more violent. You need to be more violent. You need to be more. Uh, oh, we yeah. Want the they don't talk about ratings. They don't talk about ratings in this movie. Which is either. crazy because everything's PI. So I, I mean, I yeah. guess this is just like the ratings are, don't are irrelevant because everybody watches it's it. Down it's down to individual. More. Okay. But but yeah, they because don't again talk that about circles ratings. back to no sponsorship either. Yeah, but I think what if she's like an evil league commissioner who is trying to stir the pot because she she like she wants future sport to be bloodier. She wants people to like tune in to see the carnage. You know, if it bleeds, it leaves. Or she is just a shepherd, and she yeah. she she gets off on the power, and she's on the bad side, and wants to squash the poor and and the Hawaiian. And, I agree. Uh, I think that also solves the problem of uh, Vanessa Williams and Dean Kane having zero chemistry. I mean, it's just in the sense that anything times zero equals zero. <laughs> I mean, he was on Lois and Clark. I don't know if I've never seen a lick of that. That to me is a show that was on at a hotel. Sure. Yeah. Uh, well, you're flipping through channels and looking at the breakfast, like, uh, so maybe it went well there, but I just can't imagine anybody having great chemistry with that guy. No yeah. disrespect. I'm sure he's a lovely guy. I, I don't know. He's not. But, he's uh, very conservative. Fuck that guy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. Maybe not very. He might swing libertarian, but definitely something happened with him recently. Uh, keep going. Why does why did the Washington Post do an article in 2009 called "Former Superman and FBI Lovebird Star Dean Kane Explains Where He Falls Politically"? <laughs> Who cares? That's not news, Washington Post. <sighs> yeah, that sucks. 
He likes so and voted then, for President Trump and vows to vote for him. Gotcha. Again. So fuck but he that says guy. that okay. that doesn't make him an alt right crazy. I I mean I don't know that it does, but that still doesn't mean you should do those things. <laughs> um, anyway, so then great. So I again to really hit our thesis even more. It can't be I need to you know destroy. Vanessa Williams, this oppressor. Mm-hmm. It needs to be. I need to destroy her tools to oppress. Yeah. Because it can't just be banging into submission. Because that's the argument that the that our version of this movie is making is that that's not how you solve things. Yeah. So by simply destroying her tools, which is the league and in general, and maybe the concept of sport in general, that allows for now a dialogue to form. Yeah. Because I do think in a 1998 movie, or even like. If we were doing the the early episodes of this podcast, I think the resolution might be, and then she goes to jail, and we're all okay with that sort of turnabout as fair play. <laughs> when it is like, well, no, the thesis of this is like we need to rethink how consequences function uh, in our society to begin with. So maybe you know we can end it a little open ended. Leave it open for future sport too. Uh, too, yeah. Um, future sport. Future sport two point oh. Oh whoa! The very nineteen ninety eight exactly cool all right what's the well it's a straight to dvd so there was no box office hold on straight to vhs okay google what was the budget for the movie future sport future sport had a budget of nine million dollars i'm gonna say with our fixes it gets a theatrical release hell yeah and i'm gonna say we make 20 million dollars on it wow and again when trump and when trump gets elected we get a resurgence absolutely <laughs> a double a, another spike and then it starts it gets like... a second theatrical release and w- you know there's a document but then the second it. theatrical release gets cut short because of covid that's true but then for some reason we can sell this thing that was normally two dollars for on dvd for 25 dollars for digital <laughs> and call it a new release because that's what they're doing it's fucking ridiculous yeah so as for recommendations uh, I, I brink was one of yours did you have any other ones or Boy, yes, I did. And now I, but Brink was like the big one for me. Yeah. Uh, and now that we've said Gladiator, I think that's very funny. Uh, Gladiator, basketball, dodgeball. Dodge what else? You got Rollerball, oh. Death Race 2000. Alita Battle Angel is my like foremost. Great. Have you seen Alita Battle Angel? No, I haven't. That's the one I recommend the most that is about future sport. Great. <laughs> and dismantling corrupt systems. Uh, um, it, I think- it kind of fucking rules. Okay, great, because I've heard a lot of people didn't like it, but I saw the trailers and I was pumped to see it, and then everyone was like, it's not good, don't go. So my thing with Alita Battle Angel is I saw that trailer more than I've seen my mother. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was just in front of everything. Mm-hmm. And it got it was one of those, not quite like My Spy. Obviously, My Spy is the one I've seen the most, but like it did get pushed back. And so it went from like, ah, I don't, couldn't care less to this to, to becoming a family member. <laughs> so it was like, well, so when me and my friend Kate were like, well, we've seen the trailer enough. We have to at least go see it. It's just, just out of payoff alone. It's mm-hmm. worth it. So we were going with like 60% irony. Mm-hmm. And then when it ended, we both just kind of turned to each other and went, oh, I, that went by too fast. I thought we had like another hour left. Oh, great. Like it just plumps. Mm-hmm. It just, I mean, obviously it was on a big screen. Uh, we were in like the second row like we were totally engrossed in it so i don't know how it will play at home uh with that kind of expectation either but it was an irony buster for us and that's always a fun fun thing to find because it is it's a genuinely open-hearted movie in a way a lot of movies can't be post 
post-community. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we live in a post-community world, baby. But I was just saying, there's just like everything. You watch any kid's movie and it's all ironic detachment and winking and all that stuff. Not that that stuff's inherently evil by any means. That's not my argument, but it is just so nice. The same way that like to not watch a superhero movie is fun in this modern climate. It's, it was also yeah. fun t- to watch a movie that was just I, so uh, Two sincere. things about that. One yeah. is I've been, I'm like dying to make a, for Raleigh and me to make a sketch that's like an action movie parody. But uh-huh. we've talked about this before. I, we may have talked about yeah. it on this podcast about how Probably. it is, it's almost impossible to make a, an action movie parody sketch anymore because the action movies themselves do it. Yes. Yep. Like superhero movies, often with great success like thor ragnarok i think is a great example of how like like now you can't do like like john wick that their sketch about john wick's biggest fan meeting him yeah is the is a central plot of the movie like that right 20 years ago would be a sketch right now it is part of the movie and i think action movies and superhero movies have become so self-aware that they're almost unparodiable Uh, i'm sure there are still ways there are but but it's it's much harder but he's still interesting. John Wick's an interesting example because I still, while there is humor to be found in that movie, it's not nearly as jokey as everything else. Mm-hmm. But it does, I, I think it lives in that world that I like where it's like, just because this is a comedic premise doesn't mean it can't exist in this serious yeah. tone and world. Uh, I think there. I think John Wick is probably the most parodyable one. But I think what I like about that movie is what is like so many people like that movie that nobody feels the need to. They're like, what? Just because something exists doesn't need mean we need to make fun of it. <laughs> like, yeah. it's good. We like it. Yeah. Let's move on. And Whereas Alita Battle that... Angel was being made fun of so much before, and people hadn't even seen it. Yeah. And again, I'm not saying it's gonna totally blow you away, but I I give my thumbs up to Alita Battle Angel. I'll watch it this week. I got nothing to do. Great. And the other thing is I was talking to somebody on Reddit about like how they became radicalized. Hold on, Nicole. You yeah. were what? I was chatting with somebody on Reddit. I wasn't chatting. What we were in a comment fuck? thread. Sorry. Uh, I'm, I'm off Are all you social okay? media. I'm off all social Are media. So okay? I've just like really doubled down on Reddit. What the hell? But it was okay, deep. I think it was honestly in a fashion subreddit. So I don't sure. know how this came up. But like the fashion subreddit is often like there is no... Like people are like, how can I uh, buy ethical clothes? And everybody's like, you right. can't. Capitalism prevents you from from right. doing that. And then I think within that thread, somebody was talking about how they became radicalized. Radicalized mm-hmm. meaning like, right. please give us healthcare. Um, yes. But they they were like the the biggest thing that pushed me over the edge was video games because within the past, I, I don't remember their timeline because I don't play video games. I'll say ten to sure. fifteen years is video games are now only exist to make profit. And yes. all the major video games are focus grouped to the point that they're not yes. fun or creative anymore. Yep. And for me, that's movies. Like sure. now it's almost impossible go to, to go to the movies and see the kind of movie that I like to see. And TV yeah. has really stepped up and, and filled sure. in that role. Even, even not even in terms of like my bullshit art movies that I like. My dad always brings up, he loves the movie Santa Claus. And like, you just are never going to get like a live action family friendly movie that no. is not you know doesn't Even involve just, like cert, like basically all of them are animated at this point the ones that yes. aren't still involve crazy cgi there there is no like weird unique movie you're not gonna get josie and the pussycats anymore you're not gonna right. get like there's never gonna be napoleon dynamite again like i mean not to be a beaver about this but uh never say never i'll never Think, say never like, and there's always gonna be the clearly, ultra low budget movies yeah that, and clearly shit's changed from this right now yeah. We're currently in a situation where we don't know what's going to be. I just found out Mulan is PG-13 yesterday, and I was like, oh, that's what? Okay, things are different. Like, yeah. I did not expect that at all. Not that that, like, completely revolutionizes anything, but, like, 
I, I think similarly to how we're talking about in this podcast about breaking down the concept of sport, it's just like, yeah, I think movies as they existed, even pre-COVID, yeah, obviously things have changed, but that just is a matter of value systems shifting as well. Well, a lot of and it is... And that's always rubber... That can always rubber band. Absolutely. Like, I'm still right holding now, out that Blockbuster could full-on come back. I do think that there's is still one, There's one that still exists. I, I know. But, but for, like... Almost any movie that you see now has been generated in the relentless pursuit of profit, which means yes. that there is no untested or weird decision. And sure. and that's the shit that's fun to me. Uh, I do and, think and I'm not I'm not trying to sell you on anything. Mm -hmm. I, I do think it's kind. Of, this is kind of a similar situation when I hear people complain about the state of art and I could be like, well, if you just watch some wrestling, maybe. I think it's similar. It's like horror movies. You can still find that shit. I just know that's not your genre. Sure. Well, I, I mean, we watch One Cut of the Dead. Like I said, like, I think yeah. there are places for it, but I think it's like harder and harder to get funding. Absolutely. Like, like I, it radicalized me in the way that I'm like, I wish we all lived in a world where like just everybody had their basic needs met and then people could make their weird art with without having to worry about like how it's going to play right. in the male 18 to 35 demo. Right. Of course. Uh, which isn't to say that well, this is exists. I think specifically in. Yeah. TV is where it exists right now. Sure. But this but, is coming back to my central thesis about future sport, which yeah, is just like, that's yeah, why I brought it up, stop it. yeah, it's rules. Uh, so that leads to my, I guess, final recommendation, which is going to sound shoehorned. Mm -hmm. But when you see it, you'll understand. And I don't want to give away why. But yeah, Bill and Ted Face the Music just dropped last week. Well, I'm watching it love tonight. It. I can't wait. Love it so much. And yeah, clearly, again, in addition to like the playoff stuff factoring into my pitch for future sport the ending of that movie oh my go by it, it's I'll, I'll try to be as vague as possible but for 30 years people have had a critique about a, a decision bill and ted has made because they can only think about it in one linear way uh -huh. and this movie does a perfect job of sidestepping that question to support its general thesis in a way that i for 30 years or, or i guess 20 years of ruminating on what the third one could be blew my mind and Amazing. It, in such a simple way. Uh, I want to talk to you about that. I'm excited to talk to you about it later. After <laughs> yeah, yeah. I see the movie. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah. we don't have any. We just have to pick the movie for next week, right? Which is Bride Wars. We've decided. Yeah, that's it. Uh, Bride Wars. Also, I'm going to put it out there. Like, uh, I've never heard of this. Uh, what, what, an American Carol? I would do an American Carol. I would hate to watch it, but. <sighs> well, what is our. Hmm. So we have to make American Carol work through this. Still, in, still the intentions of the artists. So we have to make a conservative argument. Uh, I think I think we can be a little bit ironically liberal with our definition of what conservative means. I think it doesn't mean we have to make like a pro-Trump movie, but it could be like we could make a small government stay off my land kind of movie. Hmm. Let's put it on the list. I've and been this Nicole. Has been our podcast. Been Real big, big fix. fix. Bye. Bye.